Please be seated. Aren't we all like Nicodemus, coming to Jesus under cover of darkness, wondering and asking for more clarification or more evidence or more signs? The Gospel of John uses the literary tool of night and day to describe the feeling and mood of some of the passages. In this passage, we hear the wondering and logging to understand that Nicodemus is trying to pull out of Jesus. Nicodemus is in the darkness about understanding the nature of God and who Jesus is. Now today is Trinity Sunday. I feel that I and probably all of us are in the darkness about understanding the nature of the one triune God. We try to understand as Nicodemus did that night when he said, For no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Nicodemus was looking for something concrete, something tangible. That's the thing about a mystery, because that's what the Trinity is, what the one God three in one is, a mystery, a holy mystery. It is something that we do not understand or fully comprehend, and it is something that we cannot logically explain. I mean, it's three persons in one being, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It is a mystery I believe in, a mystery I have faith in, and a mystery that I've experienced. Because as I spoke last week, God's presence is always around us, in us, and within us. Jesus speaks to Nicodemus about faith. Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. And Nicodemus, being a comedian, I guess, pokes at Jesus, saying, How can someone be born again? Then he has this ridiculous image of an older person climbing back into their mother's womb. Nicodemus just does not get it yet. He does not understand that Jesus is trying to explain that the kingdom of God is here, that God's presence is not in some far-off place, but right there next to him, in relationship with him, and always will be. That is the essence of today, Trinity Sunday, and the nature of the one triune God, relationship. The image or symbol in Western Christianity of the Holy Trinity is a triangle, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Eastern Christianity, their symbol or image for the Trinity is a circle, or the Greek term perichoresis. According to theologian Jürgen Motemann, perichoresis is the Greek from the Greek peri meaning around and choreo meaning contain and translates as rotation. The early Christian theologians used this image to show the Trinity as three in one in motion or rotation with one another. Now I love this image of the Trinity, the circle. I feel it is more accurate in the nature of God. A triangle is too sharp and too rigid. It feels as if there is no movement and space for a relationship. The circle is something that flows. It is smooth and allows room for relationship. Multiman also says that if you change one letter in perichoresis, it changes the meaning to dance around. The movement and relationship of the Trinity is that of a dance. An exercise so smooth and in sync with one another 
a dance of love that has been going on for eternity. God is so full of love, a love that flows back and forth and through each person of the Trinity so smoothly that it is one God and one love. That dance, that love of God is God's need for relationship. God has a relationship in the three persons of the Trinity and that love got so full that God made the initiative to spread that love in all of creation, creating heaven and earth and creating us. In the gospel today, Jesus speaks of the wind blows where it chooses. The wind is God's taking the initiative to invite us to the dance. The initiative to create, to search out for all of humanity. To be what God's essence is in relationship out of love. Now how did that love flow into the world? How is it that we have a relationship with God? For that, we also look to Scripture. And not just any Scripture, but perhaps the most used Scripture in all of sports, John 3.16, which is part of the Gospel reading today. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish, but may have eternal life. The one that creates, the one that is unknowable, the one that is incomprehensible, the one that only dances within the Trinity, through the overflowing love of the divine dance that had danced for eternity. God was made known and heard and danced on this earth so that we can always be part of that heavenly dance. Now there's an Irish folk song that is used as a contemporary hymn in some churches. There's a hymn that we sang a lot at the church we attended in Reno. The hymn is Lord of the Dance. I'm not talking about Michael Flatley. It is a hymn that speaks about the second person of the Trinity. And the lyrics go like this. I danced in the morning when the world was begun. I danced in the moon and in the stars and the sun. And I came down from heaven and I danced on the earth. At Bethlehem I had my birth. Dance then wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the dance, said he. And I'll lead you all wherever you may be. And I'll lead you all in the dance, he said he. I danced for the scribe and the Pharisee, but they would not dance and they wouldn't follow me. I danced for the fishermen, for James and John. They came with me and the dance went on. Dance then wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the dance, said he. And I'll lead you all wherever you may be. And I'll lead you all in the dance, said he. I love this hymn. Jig, song, whatever you want to call it, I love it. The song really illustrates the initiative of God and the overflowing love that exists in the Trinity to reach out and ask for our hand in this dance on earth. Moreover, that dance partner, by reaching out and dying on the cross, rising again, ascending and sending another to dance, we're able to reach out and follow. We're able to fully participate within the divine dance. We don't participate in this dance Alone, we have community, and we have the body of Christ to dance with. That means all that are seated here, all those that are online, and other Christians around this town, county, state, and the globe. We bring our own interpretation to the dance because we all have our own gifts, 
our own personalities and cultures, but are one in Christ. This community of dancers is called out into the world to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. We are called to reach out for more dance partners by making disciples and baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We follow this example of togetherness that God has given us in the Trinity. The other day, my kids came home with their yearbook. The yearbook had pictures drawn by different kids on the front and the back cover. One image has kids playing with each other, helping each other under a big sign that says, Stronger Together. Then on the back cover, there is a picture of kids holding hands. And above it says, we thrive together. I think those kids have it right. We are stronger and thrive together as one, not separate. Together in the Trinity. God loves and thrives so much that God reaches out to us to thrive and spread love. In the darkness, we come to the light of the world to understand, to hear the truth. We come out of faith in the one who was sent and we come out of confidence in the one triune God. We come out of faith in the great divine dance. And because of that faith, we participate in the divine dance as the body of Christ in the world. Dancing through this world as the Lord of the dance taught us by following him. Now, we may stumble at times. We may trip over each other's feet at times. But together, in community, with the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit leading the dance, we can thrive and we can change the world. Amen.